Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook's safety teams protect billions of people each month. They lead the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested more than $13 billion in the last five years, quadrupling their safety and security teams to 40,000 people and investing in industry-leading AI technology to enhance safety on their platforms. It's working. Over the last several months, they've taken action on 1.7 billion fake accounts, 51.7 million violent and graphic posts, 62 million explicit adult posts, 9.3 million drugs and firearms sales posts. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Keeping your feed safe will continue to be everyone's priority at Facebook. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Y'all never mind me. Hey, everybody. I was thinking about uh, standards, and I was thinking specifically about um, there's a, a story in the Bible about Jesus healing a man who was blind. And when he healed the man who was blind, he asked the man, what do you see? And the man said that I, I see men, but I see them as trees. And what, 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 what I find interesting about that is that a lot of times, um, unfortunately, with people, you, you find people who have a, what I'll call a distorted sense of standard or a distorted sense of expectation. And what I mean by that is a lot of people, had they been around, and I imagine they did at that time when the man said that I see men, but I see them as trees. If there were a number of people around or if Jesus had had left after he healed the man, people would say, well, you ought to be thankful. You ought to be grateful that you can see it all because for so many years you were blind. And even if you see men, but they look like trees, that's better than what you had before. So you ought to be thankful and you ought to just be quiet about it and stop being so ungrateful. And I find that people people kind of take that stance in regard to a lot of situations in life. If you say that you want, you know, X, Y and Z, they may say, well, you ought to be thankful for what you have right now because, you know, it could be different. A lot of people will be glad to have what you had and da, 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 da. And I've always rejected that that thought because just because something I have now, someone else would love to have. It doesn't mean by me wanting more that I am ungrateful for the thing that I have. But it does mean that if I, if I agree to what, what you say that I have settled and have negated the standard. And what I love about the story, I love, I love all the, the early chapters, basically all the new Testament. I love all of that because it gives such a, a vivid depiction of the gospel of Jesus and the gospel in practice, not just the gospel in, in terms of the words that he said, but in practice, how to how to do what he said. And I love that because when he when he healed the man and the man said that I see men, but I see them as trees. Jesus took a second step to make sure that that man could see clearly. And of course, I know it's a metaphor for uh, physical sight because he healed his blindness and also a metaphor for a spiritual sight because he he let him know who he was by what he did. But it also set it for me, it also kind of illuminated the standard that God has for our lives, the standard that we we should set for ourselves. And the standard is 
yes, you you are healed. But if it's not a complete healing, you can keep praying. Why? Why would you stop at that point? The man could have said, you know, if he had the mentality to say, I should be thankful for what I got. When Jesus asked him, what do you see? He could have he could have stopped and said, I see I see fine and just went off and just, you know, got a cane or something because it would have been better than what he had before. Because partial blindness is still better than complete blindness. But I'm so thankful that the the lesson and the illustration that Jesus gave showed us that the standard is complete healing, complete, you know, restoration. Wholeness is the standard. And I'm thankful for that, because if if it's not whole or if it's something that's partially there or something that is halfway there i'm thankful that the standard shows you know time and time again that we can have the fullness and i'm really really reminded about um in and i probably talked about on this podcast before in in the bible it talks about the children of israel when they were wandering in the wilderness after uh having disobeyed god one of the many 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 times they did and they were in the wilderness and how god had preserved them so that not even a strap from their sandals had broken during that 40 year period. And it, it, it illustrates the compassion and the, the care that God has for us. And I mean, it's, for me, it's, it's a a profound thing because it, it, it gives me hope. It gives me hope for the things that I want for the future. That if you haven't, if you have a desire and that desire hasn't been fulfilled fully then you can keep pushing for it then you can you should rather keep pushing for it and you should keep striving for it because the complete completeness of that vision is still available there's not unless you've got word that that'll never ever happen and i mean like a hand writing on the wall or something there's no reason why you can't push for it for me i like to try try new things from time to time and i I remember I forget what TV show it was, but there was a it was a kid who was trying something brand new and he was scared to try it. And his father told him that he he looked over the boy, you know, from top to bottom and said, well, I don't see I don't see anything written on you. And the son's like, what do you mean? He said, I don't see anything written on you that says you can't do what you're looking to do. So for me, that kind of resonated because I, I don't see there's not a tattoo or a birthmark on me that says John is incapable of doing X, Y, and Z, or there's not a, a mark or a, a piece of paper anywhere written about me that says that I am totally incapable of doing X, Y, and Z. Even the negative things about you are always in regard to something that you've, you've already done, but there's nothing written about what you can do. There's no future forecasting for what you could be. So I'm thankful that even, you know, in the scriptures is backed by, you can be more, than what you are if you still desire more you can still have more if you still desire more and i'm thankful for that because it's an excellent example <laughs> because i think i think when i when i read the story of the, the blind man i hear people that i've heard say the people in my life that i've heard say not people that are related to me uh but people that you hear in passing or you hear of stories of people who are like you ought to be grateful. So-and-so was ungrateful because they got a a nice car and nice this, and they want to give it all up and do something different. Or if, you know, there's tons of stories of people who, um, who want to pursue their, their dreams and their, their visions. There's a comedian, uh, by the name of, uh, Ken, 
Ken Jong, I think is his name. And he was a, a medical doctor, a for real practicing medical doctor. And he gave it up to pursue comedy. And of course he was successful, but I think even if he weren't successful, yeah, he might've went back to, you know, becoming a doctor to pay his bills. But I think that he, he had to get, he had to find out for himself. Is this, you know, can I make it doing this? It's something that I absolutely love. And I want to find out if it's possible for me to, to be successful at it. And again, I'm reminded of Dave Chappelle, how he said that when he said he wanted to be a stand-up comedian full-time, how he talked to his parents that were educators. And he said, if I were to make the same amount of money that you guys make as educators, as a comedian, would you say that that's successful? And they said, well, I guess so, because you're still making a very good living. And he said, well, then that's, that's what I want to do. And when, when you put it in that perspective, if you can just make, if you don't, you don't have to get, you know, wildly rich, but if you could make the exact same salary that you're making right now, doing something that you absolutely love, why would you not try to do it? So for me, it doesn't make the goal like to be the best in the planet. It, it makes the goal to be successful because if you're doing something that you love and then the money meets you or exceeds where you were doing something you didn't really like, that's gotta be success. So that gives me hope. And it just, it, it really, I can all keep going back to it, but it really did resonate when you read that, you know, the man said, I see men, but I see them as trees. Cause people will, yeah, people will recite that verse and they, they miss it that, that he's talking about the standard and they'll, they'll get happy and they'll say, yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's good. He's a healer. And all of which is absolutely true, but they miss the point that in their lives, there are things that they are stunting themselves for through no fault of God. They are stunting themselves because of a lack of faith. And that's exactly what it is, whether they admit it or not. That's exactly what it is. It's a lack of faith. It's a, it's a, a deficiency, if you will, because you don't believe that a it's for you. You don't believe B that either he can do it. He being God or C, you don't believe that it can be done, I guess. I don't know, either God or anyone. So it's very interesting that people would take that stance and they don't take it on like blindness. They take it on like a lot of different things. If you say you want you want a big house somewhere or and it doesn't even have to be material things. If you say you want a family that doesn't argue, if you say you want to have, you know, a wife, uh, have all your children by one woman, whatever the goal may be. It doesn't have to be, you know, something that's gigantic to someone else. It could be something that would be very profound for you. You can absolutely have it because I believe that when you pray and when you talk to yourself, you have to ask yourself, what do you see? Like after something good happens, what do you see? I see where I am, but I also see where I want to be. And I see that there's more to get to where I want to be. So I'm thankful that I... I kind of picked picked up on that revelation within that story. And I'm thankful that that it was laid out for us to see and to learn from and to establish that there is a standard. And that standard is, again, wholeness. That standard is completion. The standard is not to leave you high and dry and just throw something at you and tell you, well, make do with that. The standard is that you be, you know, completed. There's a scripture that says, um, I would that uh, it's, it's something along the lines of I, I would that you would prosper even as your soul prosper. 
So it talks about that. I want you to be whole, even as your soul is whole. I want you to be whole and complete in all areas of your life. So I'm thankful for having that as a perspective. And I'm thankful that uh, you guys were able to hear it and you guys enjoyed it. If you listen to all the podcasts here. So I'm thankful again for each and every last one of you. And that's that's pretty much what I got for today. All right. Bye. On Discovery Plus, you can stream hundreds of human stories from fresh originals to acclaimed masterpieces. It's the streaming home of documentaries. Discovery Plus. Start your free trial. Terms apply.